In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. Mary, my Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Imagine yourself in the place of the disciples, in particular, perhaps in the place of Peter. They have just been dismissed by our Lord, commanded to cross in a boat across the Sea of Galilee while he remains behind with the people. As you are crossing, night sets in and a storm moves in as well. In fact, a storm that is so serious, it is so strong that they are being tossed about from side to side, willy-nilly. And it is as this happens that the boat is indeed in danger of being capsized. They are in danger of, in fact, drowning. Certainly, they probably cry out to God. You wonder why the Lord has sent you on ahead. Perhaps he would have been able to help. He would have known what to do, and he would have been able to save you. Imagine yourself in this situation. Now, as all hope is lost, in the distance you see someone or something coming to you on the water. And while many cry out in fear, you recognize soon that it is indeed the Lord, that Jesus is walking on the water, not swimming, but instead walking on top of the water. As the storm tosses everyone about, there is our Lord, unworried, unafraid, untouched by what the storm is delivering. And at this moment, while fear grips the heart of so many, Peter, you, cry out, Lord, if it is you, command to me to come out onto the water with you. And the Lord says, come. Now imagine at this moment what everyone else's reaction is. Peter, don't get out. Don't you know you're supposed to stay in the boat? Stay here. It's not safe out there. Are you crazy? That's not what we do here. Imagine all the other ways in which people can so often do this to, our, to us in our lives as well. That one of the Lord invites us to take a risk, to take a step, to take a step out. That people will inevitably encourage us to not do so. They will tell us that it is too hard. It is beyond our strength. It is not for us to do. That's not what we usually do. That's outside the norm. And in so many ways, people can often do this to us, but yet the Lord commands us to come.
deciding to go against the grain, to act against the advice of your brothers, you now get out of the boat and begin to walk on the water towards Jesus. You recognize immediately that you are indeed doing so, but yet you are unafraid, not scared of this fact, as you begin to walk out towards our Lord. Many people assume that it is as soon as Peter got out of the boat that he began to sink. But is this true? Perhaps the Lord was a ways off and he actually walked quite a ways. But then all of a sudden, as you begin to do so and recognize that you are indeed doing what the Lord has commanded of you, you begin to fear. You recognize that the waves are bigger than you had originally thought. You recognize that the wind is blowing so strongly. And you recognize that you are quite literally walking on water, something that should be impossible to do. And so Peter, in his fear and his doubt, begins to sink. But then, the Lord, but then Peter does what each of us should do. He cries out to the Lord. What are those doubts, what are those fears that you have about your state in life, about where you are at in your walk with the Lord? the step that he, next step that he's asking you to take. What are those fears and doubts? And bring those fears and doubts to him and cry out to him to aid you in your need. Now that Peter has cried out, now that he has called upon the Lord, the Lord reaches out and grasps his hand. This image is one of the few times in the gospel where we see our Lord actually take somebody quite literally by the hand. In the midst of Peter's doubt, his fear, he immediately is raised up out of the water by our Lord. But then it doesn't say that the Lord lets go as soon as he get, gets him up. Instead, we can imagine that however far off the boat may be, 20 feet, 20 yards, 50 yards, that the Lord walks hand in hand with Peter back to the boat. And the Lord does indeed too want to grasp our hand. He wants to walk with us. He wants to be that intimate with us that we can put our hands in His and be assured that everything will be okay. Be assured that the Lord does indeed care for us and that He is right there for us. The Lord cares for you. He cares for me. Even when we doubt, even when we fear, He will always be there to walk with us, to walk us back to the safety for which we desire.
as we draw this meditation to a close, I invite you to specifically look at the things that we have reflected upon today and the Lord's walking upon the water. One, what are those fears that we have? What are those doubts that enter into our hearts? What are the things that hold us back from following the Lord, from walking on the water, doing the seeming impossible? What holds us back from seeking our Lord, going out to Him in that risky situation, going out to Him in a fearful situation? And then, reflecting upon this, imagine yourself and put yourself and know that the Lord wants to guide you. The waves may be big. The wind may seem to blow you over. It may seem as though you are in danger of sinking and drowning. But then also know that the Lord is always there to take your hand. Know that the Lord, that even if it seems like you have failed in the world's eyes, even if you have seemed to have failed in your own eyes, that if you call upon the Lord, He reach out His hand, take you, save you, and let you know that you are loved, cared for, and He will walk with you hand in hand as a friend with a friend, as a father with his child, in an act of intimacy and love that is so deep that we cannot even fathom it. And draw from this your resolution to move forward, to take the next step, to not wait until tomorrow, but instead nukchepe now, to act with courage for our Lord, knowing that He has you in hand. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you have communicated to me in this time of prayer. I ask your grace for putting them into effect. Mary, my Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.